ladies and gentlemen, I know it's been a very long wait. Oh, but I'm back. So let's not waste time for me to just tell you that I was really lazy and didn't want to do this. But now I want to do it again because, well, there's been some news that's caught my eye. So, but the summer's here now. So, um, I don't have school, so I can just record more, which is nice. So, let's just get straight into it. Let's hop right on the Trump train and get straight into the good stuff here on the Isaac Hayes Show. So, something that's really caught my attention is the uh, Vox Adpocalypse, which is a three-way fight between Carlos the Lispy Queer Maza of Vox, Censor Police YouTube, and political comedian Steven Crowder. Now, here's some context. Steven Crowder is a very right-minded, conservative person, as I am myself. And, well, he likes to make fun of people, which, you know, a lot of people do. So it kind of makes sense. Now, Vox is a billion-dollar, quote-unquote, news company that um, has created multiple far-left video stories, which Carlos Maza has been in, which includes, but not limited to, promoting Antifa, pushing the Green New Deal, and promoting censorship of conservative media creators. Well, Vox kind of got what they wanted on this one. YouTube has demonetized Crowder after Maza went on a Twitter rant complaining of harassment from Steven Crowder and his fans. But after his very long Twitter rant, which was way too long by the way, it sounded like a three-year-old whose mom took his binky away just wrote it. Um, YouTube originally responded to the tweet by saying, and I quote this from their tweet, we take allegations of harassment very seriously. We know this is important and impacts a lot of people. Our teams spent the last few days conducting an in-depth review of the videos flagged to us. And while we found language that was clearly hurtful, the videos as posted don't violate our policies. As an open platform, it's crucial for us to allow everyone, from creators to journalists to late-night TV hosts, to express their opinions within the scope of our policies. Opinions can be deeply offensive, but if they don't violate our policies, they'll remain on their site, on our site. Even if a video remains on our site, it doesn't mean that we endorse or support that viewpoint. End quote. So another snowflake gets upset, bitches about it, and then nothing happens, right? Like, that's what usually happens. Like, CNN and Jim Acosta will go on there and be like, Oh, well, we're here at this iron fence around the border and uh there's no migrant caravan coming well that's because you're at a fucking border jim come on man you're at a border oh and guess what there there are poles there which is kind of like a wall which means they're not coming there dumbass but anyway to get back on point the very next day youtube demonetized steven crowder for and I quote again from a YouTube tweet, A pattern of egregious actions has harmed the broader community and is against our YouTube partner program policies. End quote. Really, YouTube? Seriously. So basically, if some far-left snowflake complains enough, 
They can get what they want. But now here is the funny part. You'd think that this Mazda dude would be so happy that YouTube's demonetizing him for making fun of him, right? Nope. He wants Steven Crowder and his show completely taken off of the YouTube platform. He's still upset that YouTube continues to let Steven Crowder produce content on their platform. But this is the funny part. This is because Steven Crowder's show, Louder with Crowder, does not need the money from YouTube as he gets money from his show's subscribers, or as it's called, The Mug Club, which is like people that subscribe to his channel personally. They get, you know, background information. They get they get a free Louder with Crowder mug with their purchase. But um, here's a soundbite of the show Louder with Crowder with Steven Crowder and why he's fine with YouTube demonetizing him. Free speech, we do need it more than ever because we get no revenue yep. from yeah, YouTube. Yeah, not at all. But all that's really changed for us, just so you know, is that uh, most videos were demonetized. We got very little revenue, <laughs> like probably 90%. before. And now we get no revenue. And here's the thing, us, everyone here, this is 15 people who work a lot of credit, somewhere between yeah. 12 and 15, yeah. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Um, they are dependent on, on, on Mug Club. We would all gladly give up all monetization if it just meant that we got to keep the reach that we've acquired ourselves, meaning you who've subscribed, you who've decided to get notifications. If we get to keep that, we're okay because we'll make it with people joining up at Mug Club, with right. people buying merch, but particularly Mug Club. We'll take that. And we have sponsors like Walther. We're not really beholden to the YouTube advertiser. Right. And that is why Carlos Maza is so upset. So people on the left just want equality, right? Well, so they say, but all they really want is for them to be heard over everybody else. If Carlos Maza was harassed, then isn't everyone else that has ever lived been harassed? I mean, this dude's Twitter bio even says, Tucker Carlson is a white supremacist. So what's the difference between calling Tucker Carlson a white supremacist when Steven Crowder calls him a lispy queer or a Mexican? Like, what? what's the difference here? In Ben Shapiro's book, The Right Side of History, Ben points out that currently humans are more equal than we ever were. But humans right now, we're blowing it because everybody disagrees with everything else. Everyone is going to have an opinion, and that's fine. But when someone's feelings get hurt because you get made fun of, does an entire YouTube channel really have to get demonetized? So every far-left YouTube show that has ever called Steven Crowder or Ben Shapiro a bigot, a racist, a white supremacist, a homophobe, or alt-right, shouldn't they get demonetized too? Correct? I mean, you gotta be fair, YouTube. You gotta play both sides of the spectrum. If you wanna be the censor police, which I guess they can be because they're a private company, but they claim that they're gonna support people from both sides, no matter what the company's viewpoints are. If you want more information on this topic, I would then urge you to watch the Why Steven Crowder Got Demonetized video, which is done by Ben Shapiro on the Daily Wire YouTube channel. Now this part's just a snippet taken from Ben Shapiro's uh, podcast show from the Daily Wire, The Ben Shapiro Show, and it reflects the actions YouTube took against Steven Crowder and why he was demonetized, and how it was really unfair to the whole uh, creator community 
over this issue. Because if YouTube is just going to demonetize people on the right, they're going to show that they're a very leftist company and wants some freaking shit face like Pete Buttigieg or Joe Biden to be your fucking president. And don't get me started on Bernie Sanders. Because as Steven Crowder's shirt says, socialism is for figs. And yes, I said figs. F-I-G-S. Figs. Now to switch gears into some local stuff around my area. On Friday, June 7th, I witnessed arguably the most stupid demonstration in the history of the world at Mishawaka High School. I won't name drop, but allegedly this girl was or is being bullied because she's part of the LGBTQXYZ123 community. So apparently, it was necessary for a bunch of quote-unquote bikers to pick her up from school to show support. Now this got a lot more of attention than it should have because the least popular, least talented, and most irrelevant news station in the area put together a package on the whole ordeal. Which meant they had to be there to cover the actual thing. Which again, they were the only news station to be there at the whatever you want to call it. But anyways, I expected, like, some badass bikers to pull up, you know, vroom vroom in the pickup drop-off area, which we call the pool doors. You know, I just, you know, leather jackets, fucking Harley Davidsons, and all that cool shit. Instead, like, most of the people were riding fucking, like, crotch rockets and trikes. They roll up. It sounded like I was at a fucking Honda bike race or whatever. And they, they, they revved their engines. I was like... What? I didn't sign up to watch a fucking bike race. But I will I will give credit where credit is due. There were some actual bikers there with actual motorcycles. Like Harley Davidson's, you know, the people that are like actual badasses. And this, I'll tell you what, I got on social media after this, Twitter and Snapchat. And this event just got bashed. It was... Like, people were posting memes about it, and it was, I actually thought it was kind of funny. And, uh, so in my opinion, really, though, I think that by doing this, you just really just gave people another reason to bully you because this happened. And, uh, and I guess since I'm talking about it now, when my podcast blows up, I'll get denomatized because somebody would want to go on a Carlos Maza-esque Twitter rant. But, um, yeah, bikers just got crossed off of my people whom are badasses list. Well, most of them, most of them, most of them, most of them. There, there are some, I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. Some bikers are, like, still pretty badasses. But I saw some students cheer for these people. And I was like, why? Why, why are you cheering for this? Like, I really, I just don't understand why somebody would get excited just to, for, to see a bunch of people on crotch rockets pull up to the school to pick some chick up. And, like, I was out there, and a lot of people didn't even know who this person was. Like, I knew who they were because I had a class with them, and I was like, oh, yeah, whatever, okay. But, really? And after, I'm just going to say their, the station's name, ABC57, Release a story. The next morning, um, 
a teacher told us to watch it. And well, I've never, I didn't even see the story or anything, because you know, I'm a big WNDU Channel 16 guy. You know, shout out Josh Short. I know you're not gonna listen to this, but shout out to you anyway. And you know, they had it was poorly produced. There were some weird camera shots and all that. It was terribly told story. But one thing that got me was that this teacher said, "Well, I'm questioning the actual motives of this ride." And, you know, I definitely was too, because this person's mother was all excited and smiles about it. But if your child is getting bullied, wouldn't you want to be serious with a news interview? Wouldn't you want to get across that bullying isn't okay? Now, the interview with the guy from the LGBTQ Center in South Bend about how bullying of any sort isn't okay, that's good. Like, I have no problem with that. I hate, I hate bullying. I was bullied once, and I know it's going to seem like it, but no, I'm not against people in this community or anything. I just disagree, like, with the fact that they think they're entitled to stuff. Like, they need a whole month to celebrate their stuff. Like, I don't, I don't get it. It's, whatever. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. But, um, but when it comes down, but what it really comes down to is that this is an alleged bullying event. And I say alleged because anyone can claim they're being bullied or harassed. Just ask Carlos Mazza from Vox. Like, I could literally just walk up to the freaking principal's office and be like, Hey, um, this person's bullying me. They called me a weirdo and they said I have a dad bod. And like... Yeah, like, bullying is a very broad term. But this issue just got over-publicized, and, well, it was really overdone. And I was outside witnessing this event, and really everybody that was around me just said they didn't know this person, or they just started making fun of everybody. They made fun of the people on the bikes. They were like, well, that isn't a real biker, or, well, fuck these bikes, I'll just smack the shit out of her. And... I'm quoting two people that I heard. No, I didn't say anything like that. I just sat there and, you know, shook my head. It's whatever. It's whatever. And that's when I saw the few people giving thumbs ups and cheering. And I was just like, oh, well, um, whatever. Okay. Cool. Okay. Fine. Cool. Let's just, you do you. But honestly, in my opinion, this crotch rocket ride did absolutely nothing but feed everybody something to make fun of and make memes about. And uh, recently I just found out that there are 20 people that are going to be on the first Democratic debate stage. 20 people? Do you know how long that freaking debate's going to take? Like... I'll probably watch it all and just make fun of everybody because they're all stupid or creepy. But 20 people? You know, I'm going to pray for that moderator because they're going to need, like, 50 coffees and Red Bulls to get themselves through the day. And I don't even know, like, how it's going to happen. And, of course, it's going to be on CNN. And uh, it's probably going to be their... They're probably going to get the most ratings on a CNN show 
that there's been ever since President Trump's been exposing them. <laughs> it's speaking of CNN, Mr. Uh, Jim Acosta just tweeted out that he was at a book signing at a Barnes and Noble for his new book on pres about President Trump's war on fake news, which uh, CNN does produce. Whatever. But anyways, um, he didn't include pictures of any people. Which, um, I'm really confused. Like, the only other person in those pictures was some random dude looking at another book in the background. Which I thought was funny, because nobody cares about Jim Acosta and CNN. This is the same dude that was at a border wall. It said there was no problem in that area. He's like, oh, I don't see a migrant caravan coming over here. That's because you're at a freaking border wall, you dumbass. Jesus. And, uh. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will no longer be press secretary. Um, she's expected to run for governor of her home state of Arkansas, which I read. And, um, you know, good for her. Good for her. Um, whoever's, she's been an ally to the Trump administration for a while. So I think that's awesome. You know, woohoo, go Sarah Sanders. And, um, good luck to whoever is the next press secretary of the United States. Uh, you better do a good job. You got big shoes to fill, homie. And, well, another episode of the Isaac Hayes Show means that it's time for Florida Man Today. At the time of writing this script, this was the top trending story I saw in Florida. So here it is. A Florida man had cocaine on his nose during a traffic stop, deputies said. They pulled over a man named... Fabricio Jimenez. Sorry if I mispronounce your name. You're going to jail for a long time, so you probably won't even know. And was described to have a white, powdery substance on his nose. The substance was swabbed and tested and came back positive for cocaine. The deputies also searched this dude's backpack, which contained 250 grams of marijuana, 13 Xanax pills, and a small baggie of cocaine. But here's the kick. While being arrested, Jimenez told the officers that the coke on his nose wasn't his, which is uh, just an example of how stupid some people really are. Like, they found it on your nose. It was on your nose. Again, it was literally on your nose, which anybody that's ever known what cocaine is ever knows, let you fucking sniff it, you fucking retard. Seriously, come on. Like, <laughs> police officers are not stupid people, okay? Police officers are the most brave sons of bitches you'll ever know. And police officers are also badasses. Police officers are what make this country thrive. They're what make people safe. If you hate police officers, then fuck you. You heard me right. If you hate police officers, fuck you. Because police officers are great people. All of them. There's not a bad police officer out there. Now, there may be some corrupt people, but they all are nice at heart. I promise you. So, uh, that's Florida Man today. If you have any interesting Florida Man stories, just let me know, and I'll try and get them on here. So, I've got some good news to, uh, to close here on Isaac Hayes' show. This is a real American topic, too. The Gray Television Company has announced that it will be bringing back the playing of the National Anthem at the end of their broadcast day. Now, 
I know you all right now are like, well, who the fuck is the great television company? And well, most of you, I'm going to know who is listening to this. And um, that would be WNDU Channel 16. And to me, and a lot of other people I'm close to, WNDU, along with everyone's favorite journalist in the area, Joshua Short, is the most interesting, informative, and overall best producing news station in the Michiana viewing area. And they they all show their personalities while they're on set. They all like to have fun and joke with each other. But most of all, they like to interact. You see them. They're always at the most interesting local events. And their stories are just really well produced. So, that's all your news for today here. And uh, now signing off from the Isaac Hayes Show. I'm your host, Isaac Hayes. Wishing you a all a happy, safe time before I record my next episode and produce it. Thank you.